Are you a writer or coach? Do you dream of building a successful online business? Are you tired of hearing the gurus tell you that you need a big launch or a complicated funnel software? Whether you're struggling with self-doubt, imposter syndrome, or just feeling overwhelmed by too many choices, I can help. Hi, I'm Jonathan Milligan, author of Your Message Matters, and I recently put together a free on-demand video training called How to Build an Online Business as a Writer or Coach the Low-Tech Way. Inside, you'll discover the low-tech system that 30 x my online business. Just go to freetrainingvideo.net to get started. Again, that's freetrainingvideo.net. Welcome to the Blogging Your Passion podcast. Here are your hosts, Jonathan Milligan and Bob Lodick. Welcome to another edition of the Blogging Your Passion podcast. And in this one, we're going to talk about 20 different types of blog post ideas uh, just to kind of get your brain spinning a little bit. Um, you know, writer's block is one of those things that I think every blogger has fought at some point. And if you haven't, I want to know what your secret is. So please send us an email and let us know. I think Jonathan and I would both appreciate that. Um, but anyway, it is something that's a reality for most of us. And, uh, you know, everybody kind of hits that point where they're just kind of out of ideas and don't really know, you know, what to say, uh, or what to write about for the day. And so, so we're just going to kind of tackle that a little bit today. So we're going to drop in on, um, actually a recording Jonathan did for our 201 course where he talks about all this. And, uh, without further ado, I will just send you right over to him now. Enjoy. One of our goals here at Blogging Your Passion is to help you overcome some of the major challenges that typical bloggers face. And one of those has to do with writing content. It's probably one of the things I hear the most when counseling or talking or coaching uh, bloggers is uh, they just kind of get stuck on what to write about. Um, I'm not really that great of a writer or I have this passion, but I'm just not sure what you know the ideas aren't always flowing as freely as I would like for them to and so I want to take um, a few minutes and run through this list of 20 different types of blog post ideas that you can use and I go back and refer to these when I feel like I'm getting stuck along the way or I'm not sure maybe I've got a topic and I'm not sure what kind of angle to take on it, then this will um, kind of open your mind and create new ideas. And each of them have their advantages. Um, so I'll, I'll go through a little bit of that as well. So we're going to look at 20 types of blog posts. Okay, so the first one we look at is one of my favorite, and it's what I call the tips post. And the tips post is just you listing out, taking a subject such as budgeting and you're going to list out you know eight or ten tips and maybe you add a couple sentences with each tip along the way and then before you know it you've got a good 400 500 word article that is simple and easy to read and works well and I think it works well because people love to scan through articles sometimes they'll read it word for word but a lot of times they like to scan through so to see tips Um, bullet points, or even a listing of one through eight where they can kind of grab the highlights and then they can dig in further if they want to is just a great uh, way to write blog posts. And just above that is pillar articles or another new term for it is epic content. 
And it's hard to write epic content on an everyday basis, but epic content is something that I would say the content is much longer. It's probably closer to a thousand words. It covers a topic very extensively. Maybe it has extra pictures in it. Maybe it's broken down in very simple terms. Uh, maybe it includes some video. You've just, in other words, you've put in some extra effort to really make um, or highlight a certain topic in a big way. And these epic content, they can be good for the search engines because there's lots of keyword phrases for Google to grab and to rank uh, for. But at the same time, it works really well, I would say, for social media outlets because people love to hit like and love to tweet and share uh, content that is just very thorough and, and offers a just a ton of good information. Uh, one, it's just a very high value uh, added type of an article. It's not something you could probably pull off all the time, but maybe uh, especially when starting out your blog, since you have a lot to talk about, you can just really share that epic content. Next one's a how-to article. I love how-to articles. I love finding keyword phrases that start with how-to. People are searching for how-to in Google. And so you need to think about any and every type of how-to question that might be in your niche and cover that on a regular basis and break it down into simple terms where a brand new newbie to your niche uh, can understand and follow your instructions. You never just want to assume um, that people already have a certain level of expertise or knowledge. Really break it down for people, and you'll be surprised at how many good comments you'll get on just the simplest of how-to posts. There's also personal story. I think it's good. Now, some people take this to an extreme, and all they talk about is their personal story. And that can hurt you with the search engines because it's hard to know how to rank a good story. Especially if you can tie in a good story with a really good keyword phrase, it can be helpful. So take the personal finance niche. Maybe you struggled with debt, and so you share your story about how you overcame debt or you overcame a, a struggle or, or a trial, and you just really allow people to connect with you. Uh, I know back in 2009, I wrote um, a personal story about the recession and about how I was working really hard and trying to spend time with my own um, kids and how I finally just broke away and took time to spend with them and how that was just one of the best days I'd had in a long time. And I got a lot of comments and still get a lot of people who follow on that page and they're encouraged by it. And this is on a, what I consider a more professional blog where you're talking a lot about career advice. So don't be afraid to, to put yourself out there a bit and share personal stories along the way. People can really connect with you. Interviews are great. You can reach out to another blogger and say, hey, I'd like to interview you. And maybe, maybe that interview is just you send them some questions and they answer an email and send it back to you. That's the simple way. Or maybe you actually record a Skype call. And you offer that to your readers to listen to. And it can be great because a lot of times what will happen is that blogger will let his audience know that he's been interviewed. And it will drive some traffic to your blog. Survey posts. This is um, a good way to 
kind of put yourself out there. You want to have a little bit of traffic before you do something like this, but maybe you send out to a mailing list a quick survey or poll about what is going on in your particular niche, and then you write a article about it. I know early on for me with my job search website, I sent out a survey just trying to find out what the challenges were and was blown away at the response. I think I, you know, I only had a mailing list at that time of a few hundred people and I had over 76 people respond and give me answers to uh, questions that I was asking. And I was actually able to take all those questions and turn it into a product, which was a membership site for people that wanted to have job um, coaching job search coaching. So that's just one way, but you can take the quick survey post and you can um, write a blog post and and kind of engage your audience that way. Another one is answer readers' questions. So I have on my about page something called Ask Jonathan, and it's where anybody can supply a question to me. I'll respond to them personally by email. And then a lot of times what I'll do is I'll turn that into a blog post. I won't necessarily use their name, but I get blog post ideas all the time from actual questions I'm getting. I think it's a great way to connect with your audience because you are in tune with the questions that your audience is asking. And I'm sure other people have that same question and want to know an answer as well. Then there's what I call the launch product post series. We've done this before on Blogging Your Passion. I also did it when I launched my membership site a couple years ago. But basically what, what I did is I, I, I did a countdown. Um, I, I shared the top 10 job search secrets. Uh, from a recruiter's perspective, there's a lot of uh, tips and techniques and things that we use in locating hidden positions. And so each day I took a different, maybe a, a website, that uh, unknown website that people didn't know about and showed them how to use that. Or I showed them how to use LinkedIn more effectively or use and apply that to yourself. But maybe you've got an ebook that you've written. Um, or you've put together, or maybe you have an idea of an ebook that you could put together that you might sell on your website, and then maybe you share a little bit of it um, over the course of the week before you actually launch uh, your ebook or your video series or a membership site or whatever it is. You can actually do a launch product post series. Contests. Contests are great for getting people excited. Maybe eventually, uh, maybe you start with something as simple as giving away a book. That's something that would really resonate with your audience. And you're going to give it away for free. All you ask is for people to comment to maybe um, your blog post and you randomly pick somebody from the comment section. That gets people engaged. Maybe you tell them to um, send a tweet out and mention you, and so you take all those mentions from Twitter and you pick somebody out. Maybe you use it from the Facebook fan page, everyone who's liked a certain post. Or you can use your creativity, but you can start off something as simple as giving away a book, or it could be you know, eventually down the road giving away an iPad or something like that. Contests are great for getting people to share your message out on the social networks getting people talking about your site. Then there's the list article. This is similar to tips article, but lists could be just anything in general. Maybe you have um, you know, a list of your favorite blogs in your niche. 
It's a little bit different than tips, a tips article. So a list is any kind of listing. Lists are great because they're simple to write. You've kind of got an outline to follow and you could put, you know, list of my favorite uh, blogs about blank, whatever your niche is about. And so not only does it kind of, you get on the radar of other bloggers in your niche, but you've also just provided a great resource for your readers. So you, you, you can do beyond, you need to think beyond just other blogs, but a list article can be great. There's the definition article. A definition article would be where you, you define something. Uh, I know, for example, on my job search um, website, it's targeted for accounting and finance professionals. So occasionally what I'll do is I'll just highlight a particular um, job area in accounting. So maybe I, I say, you know, here, here's my definition article about public accounting, and I list all the pros and cons of pursuing a career in public accounting or working for a big four public accounting firm. And so definition articles can be great. Polls. Polls are something similar to surveys, but it's a little bit different where you're just, you're, you're more taking a percentage than you are asking questions. And you want to get, um, maybe take a poll on a, on a new product that's come out. Would you use this? Yes, no, maybe, that sort of thing. So, or maybe a poll on some recent news or story or happening in your niche to kind of get the pulse of what people are thinking and feeling about a certain thing. Then there's podcasts. Podcasts are great. People love to download podcasts, but you can make it a blog post where you just you talk about a subject and then you say here, click here, download the podcast and listen to it. And it can be a great way. You can just some people may get tired of typing out everything and it's easier just to talk. So you could just type up a real short post and have them download the podcast and listen to you and connect with you as a person. A review article can be great. Uh, maybe there's products out there. Maybe you can be, maybe you're even an affiliate for it. And so you can give somebody a review. Now, we always recommend that you give the good, bad, and the ugly. Be honest. Tell them why you like a product and why you don't. And it's funny because even when we say, you know, the negatives and we just put it out there, a lot of times people still buy a product anyway. It's it's their choice ultimately. Um but we, we try not to recommend anything bad, but at the same time, not every product is 100% perfect. So be honest, and I think you know people will trust you when you're just showing the good and the bad in a review article. Guest post. Guest posts are great. You know, maybe have a button on your site and say, I'll, I will accept guest post. Other bloggers are always looking to add content to other sites so they can have a link back to their own blog. So that can help a lot of times with you because you can get this great content that's not published anywhere else. And it saves you the hassle of a day of writing for your own blog. And what's great about it, too, is it, it kind of shows that there's some life and social proof to your blog because there's more than just you talking on it. But there's other people who have actually considered writing for your blog, which shows that there's there's value beyond just you. Videos are great. Now, videos can go with any of these blog posts, but maybe you just write a short little post and then you say, here's a video that shows how to do something. 
and you can also put that video on YouTube. And so not only are you getting traffic to your website, but you're also getting traffic on YouTube. And YouTube is being searched just as much as Google these days. Recommendations. There's a recommendations post um, or maybe even a page on your site can be great. I know for me, I've taken all my different review articles and then I've had a recommendations page that just kind of shows and highlights them. Or occasionally what I'll do is I'll, I'll do a recommendations post and maybe it highlights three or four different products or services that I've reviewed and I have links that point to those specific review articles. So recommendations posts could be a general topic, and then maybe it covers three or four specific products or services. Current events. Current events is great. So what's happening in your niche? What's the latest happenings? You know, search Google, look at trends, see what you know new things have come out in your world, and talk about it. Then there's the theory or argument post. Now, it's always good for you to try to push every once in a while. I would say, you know, what is it in your niche that might be a little bit controversial? Um, you don't have to be ugly or nasty or anything like that, but maybe you can kind of um, write something that may be a little bit edgier, or maybe a little bit different than what you normally do. Or maybe just the title itself is just a little bit more... Um, edgier and the content isn't as much uh, to really kind of draw in people to your blog. And then finally, there's the marketing post. Marketing posts are also great for reminding people about different products and services that are yours. So, you know, occasionally we'll talk about our Blogging Your Passion University. We don't do it a whole lot because we want to provide lots of content, but occasionally you'll see uh, a marketing post, or maybe you want to provide a 50% discount for a period of time, or maybe you want to specially highlight uh, the, your free ebook for people to sign up to your newsletter. So maybe you're just giving away something free, but you're marketing you, you're marketing something you've created, and you occasionally should talk about it for sure. So I just went through quite a bit of blog post ideas. I know that's probably a lot to process in a video such as this, but hopefully this really kind of stretches your thinking a bit. I would just encourage you to maybe jot down four or five of those on a three by five card, keep it by your computer. And when you're kind of getting stuck, maybe you look at that list and you say, yeah, you know, I know I could do this type of post with, you know, the topic that I'm thinking about. So I would just encourage you again to keep pushing forward every single day. And when you get stuck, look at some of these different blog post ideas and maybe one will really resonate with you. And then you're off to the races and creating your next blog post. All right, so I hope you got some good ideas out of this podcast. And uh, if you want to download a PDF uh, listing all of these off in case you weren't able to take notes, you can do that at bloggingyourpassion.com forward slash post dash ideas. And that will be a list of all 20 of these, so you can just kind of print that off. And when you're uh, up against that writer's block, you can you know maybe try out one of these ideas and get your brain going in a different direction, and it might just give you a good article for the day. So that's all for this week, and we will see you guys next time. Take care.